This is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back yet again to Video Games Cover to Cover as we continue our discussion of Dragon Quest XI Echoes of an Elusive Age S. No criticizing this time. You know, I, I'm good. Excellent. That's what I wanted to hear, that you're good. I've got no words. So I think last time, just get right into it, let's just ignore the snail issue that's going on beside me and get right into it. Even though you're going to bring it up again. <laughs> He's got to draw everybody's attention to it. No, no, no. It's fine. I've got it under control. Oh, well, okay. Things over here slowly descend into chaos day by day. So last time, I think we ended off right as you and your uncle were about to face the uh, Mongolian horde attacking uh, your island. And I think you, you might be slightly confused. Uh, I, I'm sorry? What do you mean? I, I don't think that's what happens in Dragon Quest. A Dragon Quest? Yeah. I thought, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we were talking about uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I believe you thought incorrectly. Oh. <laughs> we're going to pause this episode while Chris goes and plays the game really quick because he completely played the wrong thing. Yeah, here's the thing. We fought some giant spider thing, I think. I, I, think, I mean, this was, you know... So many months. I've been out there on this island for months dealing with this attack. And it's really <laughs> difficult for me to really just remember anything uh, that was going on before this. You know, it, war has been, has really taken its toll on my psyche. Consumed your existence. You know, I've had to do things that I'm not proud of and that were without honor. And I'm not happy about it. But you got to do what you got to do to save your people. So, back at it. We're out there. We got our swords. <laughs> and I've, I have I have a bow. Well, two bows now. And some really sweet armor. So, I'm going in town to town. Uh, standing off and just okay. taking people out as All I right, go. Alright, let's just back up a second again. You're still talking about the wrong game. Are you sure about that? Let me check. Here, let me check the... Let me check my notes real quick. Oh, Andrew, I've made a terrible mistake. Really? I had no idea. I thought you were onto something here. <laughs> and now that that joke is out, out, outstayed its welcome. Let, let's get right back to uh, Mongol the... hordes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we ended off right. Uh, right with my absolute ho intense anger of that stupid giant spider creature. Yes. Yes, we did. The elaborate story that you gave about your encounter with this spider. Well, it's a good thing the Luminary has the ability to just be like, oh yeah, I can Sands of Time, Prince of Persia, this thing, and just go back to the beginning of of the dungeon, because that's totally what I wanted to do in the first place. Every time you die, Rab's just like, wait, that's not right. That didn't happen like that. <laughs> yeah. 
I would say the Luminary said that, but we know he didn't say that because he doesn't say anything. Actually, it's probably Silvando. If anybody's telling this story, 100% it's Silvando. You you find out at the very end, it is all from Silvando's perspective, but it turns out the, the Luminary has like a really high-pitched, nasally voice, and it turns out he's like, yeah, it was just better for everybody if he just didn't speak. Like, oh man, that's that's not cool. No one can choose their voice, Silvando. <laughs> I thought you were better than this, man. Seems very I thought you were you. I thought you were ride or die. And then he's like, You don't understand. You know, it sounded like literal screams every time he spoke. Remember Legend of Zelda, how like Link only ever screams? Now imagine that, but like having several deep conversations where that's all you get. Yeah, we started just talking as soon as anyone would come up to us, everybody else spoke immediately first because we were so afraid for the luminary to say anything. Like we <laughs> knew that, and the problem is that everywhere he goes, he shouts and, and and uses thaumaturgy to make it look like he's kicked the door in, and then shoots magical lightning everywhere. But really, we all know that it's just a hologram. The entire time, it's just been some random dude with a weird henna tattoo on his hand, and we were all just too afraid to say anything. <laughs> anyway, that's the story how huh? everyone else saved the world, and this guy just followed around and thought he was important. <laughs> yeah, and everybody kept calling him the Luminary, and it's like... We honestly thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, we had no idea what he was even talking about. We, if a few of us played it up real hard, I don't know what the twins were going on about pledging themselves. That was, we we all thought that was kind of much. Uh, and by we, I mean, when Eric told everybody later that they did that, everybody got a little creeped out. You know, this guy just showed up one day with his henna tattoo and starts saying that he's the luminary. At some point, there was this giant spider thing that he was trying that we were trying to deal with, and he was just involved in. He was just sitting there the whole time, which is exactly why you're able to sub him out. They're like, everyone knows he's he he sucks. They're like, no, we're not dealing with this. But at this point, and going into the future, let me just say that I've had nothing but smooth sailing for for lack of. I mean, technically, I haven't sailed anywhere since this. <laughs> so, I mean, there is that. So, b b metaphorical sailing. Yeah, I'm hoping that the, the sailing will actually be smooth. I'm really hoping that this isn't going to be a situation where immediately when we do need to sail someplace, that that octopus creature is going to come back and we're going to have to fight it because not looking forward to that. Although, I guess right now I am looking forward to it because I can't wait to just totally stomp this thing into the ground. You realize you're basically jinxing everything and like willing this into existence by talking about how you don't want that. Well, you're the one that's really going to have to deal with it because I'm fine. I'm massively overleveled at this point because when you do end up getting uh, Jade and Rab, I noticed that their levels were 23 and I just had to give a little chuckle to myself thinking, <laughs> you are nothing compared to the rest of us. <laughs> You because. are literally nothing. I am 10 levels higher than you. I will Watch say. as I one-hit kill everything. I shoot things with crossbows and they run away. I will say it's kind of interesting how much of a difference this makes. Like, 
your numbers, your stat numbers don't really go up by that much, but a few levels makes a massive difference. Well, there's that and the different skills and stuff that you get. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also that too, but just like the amount of damage you do and stuff increases a lot. Like, I'm very curious, obviously we'll never know, but exactly what the like formula for stuff is because it feels like it escalates by a lot more than like how much your strength goes up and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 tough to it's tough to tell because there there doesn't really to be outside of your regular stats and stuff, it doesn't it's not like those numbers are always going up without gear. At least not that I've really noticed. So it is kind of hard to judge exactly how strong I am at the moment, except you know when I get in a fight with anything. And then it becomes very clear, <laughs> including this spider creature. So, so after we kill this creature, we save Jade. Well, save is a little, almost an overstatement because it doesn't really seem like she needs a whole lot of saving. Well, yeah, because when she, what's really funny is when right before you even fight this creature, she's like, cool. Hey, thanks for carrying me down here. I don't need you anymore. And then immediately hops out of his arms. Just like when Voldemort is coming back with Harry Potter or, or while well, Hagrid's holding him. <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort's holding Harry Potter like a baby. And uh, then he's like, I must protect the boy who lived. <laughs> he's like, look at what I've done. And then he immediately gets up and like runs out and everyone's like, cool. You suck, bro. It's like every, all I can hear, it, if this happened in 2020 and Voldemort brings this, brings Harry Potter up there and he's going, look at what I've done, the boy who lived. And then he just gets up and bolts out of there. And every, you, you hear from the background, you suck. <laughs> the boy who lives. Uh. Boo, <laughs> That would just be, oh, that's this. It's like that moment where she's like, cool, thanks, man. I really just didn't feel like walking down here. You know, it's a lot easier. There's a lot of twists and turns in this cave. And there's a lot of, of zombie creatures that apparently aren't attacking you for some reason. So I'm just going to hitch a ride on this idiot and I'm going to get down there myself. So you link up with Jade. And this guy is suddenly talking about, you know, uh, it's Vince, specifically. I, I had to do it. I didn't have any other choice. You know, the orphans are, are all I care about. And, you know, I, I can't fight. I can't really do anything right. You know, I just, I had to do this. I didn't really have a choice. The entire time he's explaining this, all I could think of was that bit from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Cool motive. Still murder. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what are you talking about? And then Rab comes back and he's like, okay, well, you know, I have a little power here. Uh, I will, I'll figure, figure something out to make sure that the orphans are taken care of. And then so everybody's like, okay, cool. Well, let's go up and you're going to get your prize the next day. And I'm like, no, no one's arresting Vince. Yeah, uh, that was a little weird. Multiple things. First of all, what's Rab's deal that he can do this? Because cool, I guess, but seems kind of odd that he just has the sway to be like, you know what? Just ignore all those people who went missing. Just forget about all that and give this guy a bunch of money. 
for years, I might add. For years, because he had been... This isn't the first tournament that he had won. He won the tournament before that, and I think possibly the tournament before that. I don't know how long he's been doing this, but apparently when the Hilladorians came through here, and I think it was Hendrick specifically, apparently missed this demon creature. To be fair, at least the way the demon described it, the, the spider demon, Hendrick wounded him, but he recovered. And that's why Vince was doing all of this, because it was giving him the nutri nutrients to get better. It, it, at least, now, assuming that thing's telling the truth, but at least the way I interpreted it, Hendrick didn't quote-unquote miss it, he just didn't quite fully kill it. Yeah, but that seems like a pretty big oversight. You wound a creature, and then you're not even going to follow up to make sure that it's dead? This is a gigantic spider demon. You're just going to wound it and be like, oh, well, it's just, it's going to die on its own. It'll be fine. I, this is fine. It's like, um, it almost seems like Hendrick is just kind of doing the bare minimum. Like, he's just going through the motions. I don't know. It just, for me, that's really just more iron on the, there's something else going on here, fire. Because this is not, I, 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 I'm sorry, but there hasn't been a single demon creature that as this luminary individual has just wounded and been like, it'll be fine. You know, let's not, let's not kill it. You know, I'm all about love here. Let's let it do I mean, its thing. I'm entirely willing to accept that Hendrick was up to something shady or whatever, but I just wanted to make it clear for the record that at least it seemed like at the very least, he did some sort of wounding. I mean, it's entirely possible. Maybe he worked something out with the spider in advance. I don't know. Considering we've already got a, some con confirmation that Jasper did something like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and how do we know that the spider creature isn't just told, if you don't specifically tell this story when it comes up, you're going to be sorry or something. Like the dark one is... It's not like they couldn't easily do something like that. So, I don't know. I still, I have a hard time believing that Hendrick doesn't have some sort of a part in this, especially considering everything else that they've been up to, up to and including cursing a literal child. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I am openly ready to accept that there were some shenanigans going on here. I am not in any way trying to pretend that Hendrick is definitely 100% blameless. That is not what I'm about. But it's like, Rab... This guy was fully planning to offer Jade up as a sacrifice. I don't care that that Jade can take care of herself because there's like, I don't know, 10 people over there that definitely were going to be sacrificed. And you're just going to come back and say, oh, don't worry. I'll just take care of your orphans. Taking care of the orphans is one thing. I'm fully on board for that. But then they're like, yeah, we'll meet Vince tomorrow and we'll go get the, the prize. O okay, well, let, let's hope that he's arrested tomorrow then. <laughs> Be because he, he, I don't know if there's like jail or any. Well, in fact, I do know that there's a jail because I've been inside uh, yeah, at, one. at the very least, Heliodor has a jail. <laughs> yeah, we can send him over to Heliodor even though they're going to let him go and give him more demon juice. <laughs> Here, buddy, just from me to you, Hendrick just like slips him a big old vial of, of the stuff. 
I was going to ask you to keep that on the down low. And, and so then you go there the next morning for this, for, for the giving you the rainbow, which, good thing, turns out first and second, oh man. And now I'm sitting here thinking, well, now that Rab's going to take care of your money problems, you're definitely giving me the rainbow. Because, like, bro, you owe me. Like, I, that's the understatement of the century. So you get you get up there, <laughs> and Vince comes out, and he's like, everyone stop. Listen to me, Vince, for a bit. Turns out I'm the guy. The guy who's, I'm unworthy, I shouldn't have won, and I did these terrible things. And they're like, whoa, Vince, you're great. I'm like, what? I'm living in some sort of like parallel dimension where heinous acts are just for just brushed aside. I don't know, man. If there's one thing I've learned about the real world, people are more than willing to overlook when when sports type people do something uh, because they win, they win or whatever. But he he can't even win. And then uh, I, I think he, oh no, you know what? Before that, he's like, I want to have one more battle against the loon. I want to, I challenge you, my partner, to a battle to which you completely annihilate him. I did. I mean, it was like maybe three attacks and he was just done. He's like, I really needed everyone to see that. I'm like, you really needed everyone to see me just completely use you as a mop to clean up this entire stage. That's what you needed people to see. You suck, man. And he he kind of he does this fake out move where he goes, "Huh, huh. You thought I was going to take some stuff, didn't you? I'm off the demon juice now." Good, because it was literally eating you alive from yeah, the inside. Like, <laughs> You'd better be because like that was probably your last chance. <laughs> That's not even a good joke, man. You're basically like, don't worry, dude. I'm not going to kill myself today. Okay? Why aren't you in jail? And then everybody at the end of this whole interchange is like cheering him on, talking about how Vince is great and, you know, Vince, you're wonderful and blah, blah, blah. Guys, um, no. <laughs> Rab. Anyone who was about to be sacrificed to the demon creature, all of you saw it. Like, all of you saw the ruined corpse of this demon creature that he was going to feed you to. Yeah, and apparently and no nobody one cares. is like, I want to press some charges here. That guy should totally be in Illidor's I mean, jail. I mean, maybe that's what, we don't know, maybe that's the kind of influence that Rab has, that he's just like, look, none of this ever Maybe not Heliodor's jail, though, because we recently found out that the Darkspawn escaped from there, so maybe like a different jail. But he should be in jail of some sort. A dungeon, throw him back down into the crypts and just shut the, the gate and, and occasionally come by and give him some pudding or something. Like, guys, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just like... The image of uh, the, the fact that you just added occasionally come by and give him some pudding or something. Like, that's just... Not a monster. The guy still needs to eat. <laughs> so oddly specific. Give He's him down pudding. there suckling on demon juice. I figure pudding is going to go down smooth. 
<laughs> oh, continue. Sorry. Every just... time I'm sick, I get a little pudding. You know, the pudding or some applesauce. Sorry, are you saying that pudding is? Or, dang it! Are you saying that prison and being sick are basically the same thing? No. Uh, okay, he's sick in the sense that he was he was drinking bleach. I mean, yeah, okay, that's and fair. not dying. And getting superpowers from it. So, like, in that sense that he's sick. But he's also sick in the head. But we're apparently no one cares about that. I don't know. I was just like, guys, I don't... I, is there an option to just stay here and make sure that that guy it, it is, like, punished or something? Because this is insane. Next year, when he loses the tournament, are people going to be like, Boo, Vince, you suck! I mean... Wouldn't surprise me. Because realistically, what are they going to do? I'm like, oh, well, it turns out he was up against the Luminary the whole time. Of course he lost. Vin still is still just as good as he always was. He's totally fine. You know, he's taking care of the orphans. And He it, retired it, it, because he, he has, he's taking care of the orphans full time now. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, good people can be pushed to do bad things when they're desperate. And it's like... I don't know, man. This is pretty heinous. Kind of seems like there should be some sort of retribution. Because he's been doing this for a while. <laughs> but we're just going to ignore that all, all that and move on, I guess. I just, I was like, I was stunned. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Why is this okay? And everybody lived happily ever after, and we just never talked about it again ever, I guess. We never go back to the fight coliseum. So Pondo's like, <laughs> later on, when you're at a campsite, he's like, hey, man, you think it's weird they didn't arrest that guy? Yes, yeah, Pondo, I do. Then Eric's like, who? <laughs> Go back to your orb, dude. Leave Shut up. So, so at this point, then the next day after he's just totally fine and there's no problems, uh, actually, we find out that Rab has taken the rain bow. Yeah, uh, surprise. <laughs> the secret villain all along was the old man who, I guess, actually isn't that secret, because when we think about it, you know, he just helped a man get away with se with several cases of murder. You know, I, I guess probably blackmailed the mayor into paying a bunch of money or something to support this orphanage. So him turning around and stealing your orb, or not the orb, the, the rainbow and the orb. It's not like he left the orb for you. He took both. And and the guy comes out and he's like, hey, turns out it's been stolen. And it's like, well, I guess I got to go get it. And they're like, oh, look at that, folks. So the real fighting spirit. And it's like, oh, no, you misunderstand. Like, I'm really ticked at you. You had one job. That was to give me the rainbow the next day. That's it. Like, how do you just forget to just watch it? Oh no, the, the, the guy totally took it. Rab, he took the rainbow. Cool, so are you going to supplement me with like a ton of money? Because I kind of feel like you should. And it's like, I nah. know as a player, I'm going to immediately get that rainbow and the orb, which is great for me. But I kind of feel like I'm owed something, even though I have like 35 grand at this point because of all the massive leveling that I've done. I now have a lot of money <laughs> and levels. But you need to go to the Dundrasil. So, like, actually Dundrasil. The ruins. In order to go meet Rab. 
And it's like, okay, cool. And immediately, I mean, given what's happened, this is very clear that this is where we started the game when you were just a baby and the, the kingdom that got attacked. Like, this is the luminaries going home. Exactly, yes. Just just to add that little extra context there. Which is really fitting, considering it, it's pretty clear that Jade is, like, your sister or something, and you're, you're, you're going back to home. I have to assume that Rab is pretty important since she's traveling with him and that he clearly just allows dudes to get away from with, with, with blatant murder and attempted murder on what, <laughs> like 24 counts. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. Like cause multiple life sentences like this guy is never getting out. Cause there were a lot of, of bodies that came out of these cocoon things when, when it was over, like a lot more than I was expecting. Even I'm like, did you just take, like, literally everyone who wasn't in the party? <laughs> yeah. Did you see? There was a mask for each one of those things, and every single person there that was in the tournament that wasn't the main party was taken. Yeah. You would think somebody would have noticed, I guess is all I'm yeah, saying. How did they not notice the year before? They're like, oh, everybody but Vince came up missing. We just must be. He just must be able to fight everything off because Vince is so good. No one's going to come after him. Oh, no, maybe Vince is the one, you know, abducting people. I mean, he, he pops his go-go juice before every single thing. None of you thought that was strange? I'm like, oh, don't worry, I got Gatorade that I just got to suckle down before every match. They're like, what's Gatorade? They don't worry about it. The demon bile. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So. You're, you're introducing this new twist on a conspiracy theory that I'm very intrigued by. The idea that Gatorade is demon bile, and so drinking Gatorade makes everyone superpowered? <laughs> Have you seen those Gatorade commercials where people start sweating, like, multiple Like colors, neon and stuff, yeah. And then they, like, suddenly become mega-athletes? So what, what, really, what you're saying is there's two types of Gatorade. There's the regular kind that we get. And then the the good stuff that they keep around just for like commercials and like pro athletes and stuff. It's like concentrated slurm. You know, you've <laughs> got to, you can't stop. It's impossible. Except it's also eating you alive from the inside. So Gatorade is slurm is demon juice. Yes. Okay. Pudding. Sure. That's how you, that. to be clear, that's how you counteract poison is pudding. And that's a, that's a that's a fact. I'll remember that if that ever comes up. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, in my life, I never need that, but I'll keep that information tucked away in the back of my brain. Just put it with a little bit of medicine inside, <laughs> a secret medicine. But th that part isn't as important. It's all about the pudding. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's like when 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 your mom has to crush up some some pills and put them in your in your pudding. <laughs> this is an experience that. This must have happened to you regularly for as much as this is, like, stuck in your brain. I, I don't think... that I don't remember that happening, you know? But that's the whole point, right? If she was hiding pills in it, the whole goal of that is that you wouldn't know. My mom was poisoning me for my entire childhood. That's what you're saying. Okay, I, I, I'm not sure that's the conclusion I would draw either. With Gatorade, and I don't know how I feel about that. 
I mean, technically, sugar is 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 an addictive drug. So you know, there's that. Okay, yeah, but it's just a, a socially acceptable addictive drug, which is just insane. I really want some pudding. <laughs> you know. Okay, so we're not going to get the snail that. update, but we're getting pudding time. I was thinking about that really recently. We're going to need to have like one of those like breaking news feeds, like the the sound, and it's just going to be pudding time with Chris. There's just something about pudding that I really want right now. And I've got some applesauce, but I just don't know if it's going to cut it. It doesn't do the anyway, same. Anyway, <laughs> theoretically, we're here to talk about a video game, not pudding. Yes, that's right. Okay, so again, we're back with our uncle, and we are we're, we're pushing up the beach to uh, attack the Mongolians as, as they're trying to lay siege to our little island. And uh, we we hop on our horse and we start riding in and, uh, you know, we got our samurai swords out and we're like good to go. Like we we really okay, trust okay, our okay. uncle. Let's go back. Stop. Once again. Got it. Got it. OK, so this guy gets away with murder. <laughs> right. OK, now we're back on the right page. On multiple ca- multiple counts of murder. I just can't stop like bringing that up. Like he did it and he admitted it in front of us and everyone that he captured, and nobody cares. On to Dundrasil. Right. Again, I'd like to back to the out. actual plot. We get there, and there are literal dragons walking around, which I decimated. I mean... It makes you think about that one in the cave in Heliodor. Like, if you went back, could you, could you wail on it now? Because that one, I mean, admittedly, was way bigger... And I assume we're going to be going back to that at some point because they can't just leave us hanging there, right? I don't know. That feels like a, these were just like young dragons. Comparatively, yes. These were much smaller dragons. These dragons were not flying around and, and didn't decide to make its gold nest in a, 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 a Heliodorian cave. They just walk free around Dundrasil, which makes me... Does everybody just have a dragon? It, well, like every kingdom just keeps a dragon as a pet. And this one just happened to get loose and start procreating everywhere, and so you got a bunch of dragons around? Well, I mean, after the whole kingdom got destroyed, you know. I will say those dragons were nice at EXP. I mean, it was 600 EXP a pop. Dragons should theoretically be pretty decent EXP. <laughs> I mean, they're not metal slimes, but they're nice. But that's what I'm getting at. This game already doesn't make any sense because we're talking, we get 2,000 EXP for one metal slime that runs away every five seconds. 600 for a, a, a an actual dragon seems, I don't know, laughable in a way. But the, the, the fact that I was absolutely destroying them was laughable in another way. Because, <laughs> I mean... As much as you grinded, I would be really shocked if you weren't absolutely destroying them. The luminary just rolls in and he's like, oh, cool, dragons. Let's see how many of these we can get to spawn because I definitely want that EXP. Oh, it's guaranteed 600 a pop instead of let's run around for 20 minutes hoping to find two metal slimes only for one of them to immediately run away. And then you pull all your hair out because you're like, I just got killed by some giant spider creature and I'm so unbelievably angry that I don't have any sort of pudding at all. And now, okay, fine, cool. We just have 600 EXP a pop. I'm just going to sit here for a little bit and I kill probably about, I don't know. 15 dragons. 
I killed a lot of dragons. I that the dragon population is gone. There are no dragons. Dragon Quest is over from the amount of dragons that I and <laughs> it's no longer Dragon Quest, now it's just Quest. Yeah, now it's just Quest. Which I remember that game and I was really into that game when I was younger, but replaying it I realized it is absolutely terrible. Quest, Echoes of Dragons once <laughs> lived. Yes. There used to be dragons, but there aren't any more. That would be a kind of an amusing twist on a future game. It's, it's a quest to rediscover the dragons, because there aren't any anymore. It's like the Luminary went a little crazy and killed all the dragons. We don't know that, why. That would be a really Nobody meta. asked him to do it. <laughs> Look, he just he kept talking about needing experience points. I don't even know what those are. Like, nobody but he wouldn't knows. stop talking about it. And it's like, he's only getting experience fighting this one type of dragon. Does he think that's going to be useful in every single fight? Like, I don't understand. It is, though. As long as you look at everybody like a dragon. Next time I see... <laughs> I can't wait to run into Jasper or Hendrick again, because I, I am just... The excitement that I have to just stomp all over Wait, 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 wait. Look at everything like a dragon. Okay, now, new thought... The Luminary is Don Quixote, and he just sees dragons everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that reminds me of something on my travels during the island. Um, I was trying to get okay. this longbow. Okay, and... um, again, back to Dragon Quest. <laughs> it does correlate. Okay. It's cursed. Go for it. So everything that you see in this longbow, when you hold it, every everything becomes a demon, apparently. But just... Slicing somebody up with a sword apparently somehow breaks the curse, I guess. I, I don't know. But I'm not cursed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. unless, unless they find out later, they're like, dude, this guy has been going around the island slaughtering literally everything he sees. Like, he, he, we, he must be stopped. <laughs> he is without honor. <laughs> he is definitely without honor, the things I've been up to. Well, that's why it's Ghost and not Samurai of Tsushima, right? <laughs> but Dragon Quest. Uh, sorry, Quest, because Chris killed all the dragons. Yes. The Luminary killed all the dragons. Chris's version of the Luminary. Yes. Mine fought like one, and then I just stopped. I don't understand why you would only fight one dragon. 600 EXP, and you only want to kill one of them? What level are you? Uh, I want to say like 28 or 29. What? I didn't go super grind the way you did. I want to say that's... Uh, I, w I want to say I was around 27 when I got to the Spider Demon, and um, it was a hard fight, but I beat it. I thought you said you were like 24 or 25 last okay, time. Okay, well, if I was, then then maybe I'm... I don't remember exactly what level I was. It de I definitely was not in the 30s, because I don't think I've hit 30 yet. I don't know if I can trust anything from you at this point. You're feeding me a bowl of lies, when all I asked for was a bowl of pudding. <laughs> So we get to Dundersill, and I finally understand a a quote from uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Because oh, no. when you get there, and you see that slime, the very first thing it says to you is, I'm a good slime! Or, I'm not a bad slime, I'm a good slime, or something. Oh, that's a quote from... It, it's, it, it makes me kind of uncomfortable when that happens, because it's like, wait, so monsters are intelligent and stuff, that makes all the fighting we're getting into with them feel really awkward. Dude, we've fought guys that were literally just humans, but with a cloth over their head. Yeah, but, it I don't know, it just feels, it feels weird, as that's all I'm saying. 
What about all the people we killed during Final Fantasy VII Remake? We already had that conversation about how they were just getting knocked out. (laughs) We are not rehashing that again. (laughs) All I'm saying is, why is it making you feel weird to kill something with sentience here when we were totally just blasting through everybody in that other game? I don't know. It's probably just from Undertale or something, but monsters that can talk to you makes me just feel like, I just want to be your friend now. Okay, well, you go ahead and continue that for the rest of this game, and I'll see how well that works out for you. Andrew's going to go around fleeing from every battle so that way he can befriend the enemy. Meanwhile, I will continue to power level and just stomp all over everybody. Andrew has decided to take the pacifism route in Dragon Quest, the route that does not exist. Which is really a shame. I wish more games had pacifism routes. Undertale was ahead of its time, and I want more of that. But anyway, so yes, we talked to the slime. And it points out that you can go down this well, which, I mean, I already knew that you could go down wells. I go down every well, just in case there's something in there, because frequently there's some kind of item or a mini metal or something. What do the mini metals even do? There's a collector, uh, and I know this because it was in the town that I went to, the one by the gate, that, and you basically you trade them in for prizes, just like the Moogle medals in Final Fantasy VII Remake. The, the Moogle medals are obviously a reference to mini medals, because mini medals have been a thing for a while. I'm sure they were intentionally making a reference to Dragon Quest with it. I had no idea that you can apparently just go down into every single well, because last time I thought there'd have been water down there. Yeah, no, every single well. I, I, I think about that a lot, where I'm like, shouldn't there be, like, why is this here if there's no water? But, no, you can climb in all of them, and I do, and most of them have something. Unless it's, you know, like, boarded up, because some of them just have, like, you know boards on top of them or something, and then you obviously can't go in. But if it's open, you can climb in it. Those must be the ones with actual water inside. Yeah, we we block up the ones that have water so that people can't get to it. Yeah, just in case, you know, somebody falls in. But, you know, if a child falls into a well that's just open and breaks his leg at the bottom, you know, that'll be totally fine. I feel like the luminary should be doing everybody a service, which is boarding up the well when he's done searching them. I have never searched any well, so this is not me, but your luminary is really, like, doing a bad job if you're just continuing to allow this sort of behavior. (laughs) I had no idea that you could go down into a well. I guess that's why the slime is there to teach you that, but yeah, like, I already knew that, because, again, previous Dragon Quest, that's just a thing that you do. Climb in wells. Yeah, just, as one does. Right, I mean... I'm going to go for a swim. Oh, another one that doesn't have any water. I guess I'll just wander around and find the treasure chest. I really just kind of wanted to swim. If I've learned anything from the ring, it's wells are good business and you just got to go down them all the time. That does sound like the moral of that story. Yes. It is install more wells. So anyway, (laughs) we go through this well and come out the other side and we're in the palace ruins and Rab is there. And he gets all excited because he knows who you are. And So other than, you know, the king of Heliodor and the Heliodoran knights, everyone knows who the Luminary is and apparently thinks they're super awesome great. It's just this one, which again makes me go back to that the king is the actual Darkspawn or possessed by a demon or something. Because it sure doesn't seem like anyone outside of there has any concern about you being the Luminary. Yeah, and... and- I mean, at this point, it's just all but confirmed that that something is going on with that king because Rab starts telling you the story that, hey, 
he he's he's like, why don't you follow me? Because it turns out I'm your grandpa. Because my kid, I I don't know, is either your father's side or your mother's side, but basically he was the king of of Dundersill before your father slash mother. And yes, he, so your grandpa. He confirms that your mom is in fact dead, which is unfortunate. So our fan theory about it being um, Johnny's girlfriend or whatever may be out the window, or if it is, then Johnny's about to have a bad discovery. Johnny, what? You don't remember we talked about that all the way back in like the first episode? Johnny from um, the FF7 remake looking for his girlfriend, and we said the queen was, was her. That that didn't happen. I swear it did. I'm going to have to go back and watch the first episode. Watch. Listen to the first episode, because, Andrew, i got to be honest. I don't remember ever having that conversation. And, and if we did, I have blocked it out of my memory because I had a huge disgust for Johnny in general. Okay. Well, maybe I made that up. I don't know. I swear that happened. It might have. It, it's possible. But I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go out of my way to not listen to episode one and never bring this up again. Anyway, so... <laughs> I was waiting for something else, but I guess we're just going to go on. Anyway, so Rab gives you that whole story and then uh, asks you to accompany him to do a ceremony that only the royal family can do, apparently, to help send the souls back to Yggdrasil. Yeah, so so essentially what has happened is Rab has just not done this ceremony the entire time, even though he definitely thought that you were dead. And, and the only reason they know is because of your cool henna tattoo. That's how they know that you're the luminary. And uh, so so instead of doing this ceremony before, maybe you have to have two people. I don't know. But apparently the royal family can basically light some some herbs, say some ceremony stuff, and then a bunch of butterflies come out and go to, to Yggdrasil. And, and the butterflies are the souls of everyone. I mean, which seem. was definitely a touching moment. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nice. But it's like, why didn't you ever do this before? You thought I was dead. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't actually think about that until you just said it. But you make a good point. Yeah, why didn't he come back and do this earlier? I, it, it feels like it's something he should have done immediately. He's like, oh, Jade, it can wait. Like we'll figure it out. And then Eric, at one point, I, I can't remember if it's here yet. Um, but he's like, you know, I think I figured out who Jade is. And then they're like, cool, moving on. I'm like, can you can <laughs> Yeah, you like, you're not going to, like, throw that out there? I mean, cool, thanks for, like, looming that over my head, I guess. <laughs> it's like, I'd love to know, you know, uh, that'd be great. It's like the luminary is, like, raising his hand in the background, like, hey, so can we go back to that thing about who Jade is? Because I'm really curious at this point. And you guys have been pretty mysterious. You took the rainbow. Like, what, what, what's going on? And so you have this ceremony, and then Rab is standing there, and, and you, you kind of have a, a conversation with him back and forth. And then he says that he wants to be alone. And so you have the opportunity to go down the hill and kind of have a small conversation with each one of the party members as you go down. And each one of them are kind of talking about different things. Uh, I, I think Veronica is is one of the first people there. At least she was for me. I don't know if the order actually I, changes. I, I don't think it does. 
but yeah, you had a little nice little conversation with everybody. It, it's good. Uh, Jade is definitely the last one, and I can't imagine that would change even if everybody else did. But and and, and so once you have a, a small conversation with each one, and I think some of them are focused on, you know, moving forward. You you finally get to Jade, and Jade is like, okay, well, let's take a walk. And she tells you that it turns out she is the princess, the missing daughter from Heliodor that you have apparently murdered. (laughs) Because I guess that's the story that has happened. Apparently, Rab fished her out of the water, and then she talks about, you know, I always wish it was you that had that he had fished out and had this. And it's like, Jade, I'm good. I had a great life up until now. Yeah, like actually, all things considered, uh, my life's kind of a lot worse in the short term than it was way before then. Like literally <laughs> everything about my life has been better up until this point. Like it's only been very recently that my life has sucked. And it's when I met all of you people, specifically Eric. It's like, I woke up, I was told the legendary, I was told I was legend, I was told I'm the luminary one day, I was made to go to some place that everybody hates me, I find out my grandpa knew the entire time that that guy totally hated me, I went to jail, this dude was obsessed with an orb, breaks me out so we could go get said orb, has never brought it up again, and it's like, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah, I was, like, I was pretty okay. When I was just back at the at the little town, you know, being I guess a young adult now, but like my life was pretty simple. Was great. I had, uh, you know, a girl that 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 I was into, and she was into me, and we walked up this hill together and had a great moment while while I beat stuff up with her dog. And Andrew, I found out you can pet random dogs you find in the game. There are some dogs you cannot pet. What? This is very important information, and I can't believe I didn't know this. Yes. So it, it seemed that one human dog was like the only person pet dog that you could not pet. Which is Every unacceptable. other dog that I've come up across, I have been able to pet, which is good. So you're going to have to go back to every town and look for every dog and pet them. I'm sorry. Like, I'm at a loss for words now. It just, like, completely changed my worldview. This is such an important piece of info. I know. It's it's a really big deal. Far more important than... Uh, so, Jackpot, turns out she's not your sister. I, I don't care about any of that. I'm worried about the dog. That's good news for the Luminary. <laughs> Catch my sure. drift. Sure, whatever, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so she kind of tells you that she was... Basically, as she was growing up, her mother passed away when she was very young. I think she was sick. Or, or, or something. And so your mom actually kind of acted as a surrogate mother because there was the relationship between the two kingdoms was very, was, was obviously very good because. Which expl- fully explains why your mother would say if all the kingdoms go to Heliodor, that's the one that, you know, they'll take good care of you and help things be right. So like, I mean, obviously it was clear something had happened, but having that little bit of extra backstory helps explain why she was so confident that Heliodor would be the right place to send you. She, she was talking about how uh, when, when the attacks happened, that it was like all her fault that you got, you know, 
separated and you know that your mom had to save both of you and if she had been stronger then you know none of this would have happened and your mom would still be here it's very clear that she had a lot of attachment towards towards your mother because she like i was saying she acted as basically the uh, surrogate mom for her when hers passed away and to which said she said she was like i was so excited when i i heard that she was pregnant because you know that meant i was going to get a little brother and uh and then so she she kind of goes on and she's like once we got back to heliodor by the time we got there the king was already spreading rumors about how the dark spawn had escaped and that you were the dark spawn and that the dark spawn had murdered me and rab was basically like you can't go back there something is wrong with the king and it's kind of like um hey rab you know at least showing the king that she's still alive yeah that i hey, wonder man, about that too like what that does feel very weird, yeah, because, like, I can, well, I mean, sort of, if he thinks that there's something wrong and maybe she wouldn't be safe or something, uh, maybe, but I don't know how he jumps to that conclusion, you know what I mean? That, like, he could just be angry because he thought that, you know, that was wrong or whatever, and, like, just completely writing off the possibility of talking to him and stuff does feel really weird. Yeah, because it's like the only two people that are missing are your daughter or his daughter and the baby that's it and a bunch of monsters attacked and he already knows his daughter isn't evil so he could go to the logical conclusion of well he must be the reincarnated dark spawn or something and the monsters were here to to pick him up and take him to their monster den to cultivate him into the evil monster that he's going to become and it's like rab man it kind of feels like the best decision you ever made was stepping down as king because are 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 you are you serious right now, dude? I, I kind of feel like you're just throwing down bad decisions left and right. You're not going to take his daughter back, and you could take her to the king. And if it turns out things are going poorly, you can just take her away in the night or something. I mean, depending on the situation, like it could have gone in a way that maybe. You know, maybe he thinks, oh, she's a dark spawn or whatever. Like, I, 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 there are ways I could see it going badly, but I'm just really surprised that in all this time, you know, he he never he just immediately jumped to that rather than you know something where talking to him might help. And and I would agree with you on some level, except immediately after we have this conversation, it turns out we're immediately attacked because Hendrick has found us. And we kind of go through this whole section of running away from Hendrick and trying to get away from him. And Hendrick eventually catches up to you and Jade. And he's like, oh, dang, it's you, Princess Jade. And he's like, I like I, it is so good to see you. I'm so happy that you're still alive. Not that that's going to change literally anything. <laughs> but like, so if she had gone back, Right. It, it kind of seems like, at least on some level, Hendrick, I don't, maybe not Jasper, I, I don't know, and maybe not the king, except it almost seems like the king is being controlled and not that he's the dark spot. I, 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 I don't know. It, it's hard for me to, this early, it's kind of hard for me to make any, any decisions like that, but it does seem kind of, 
I don't know. It, it just seems like a poor decision for Rab to not at least write or something and be like, she's fine. She's being hidden because of the attacks or whatever. I, I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot better way than just making the king think she's dead this entire time. Because regardless of whether you think the luminary is, is dead or not, having the entire, having Heliodor spread that the luminary was you and, 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 and like absolutely tarnishing the entire Dundrasil kingdom that has now right. been destroyed. Well, and like apparently interesting, completely abandoned, which I thought was interesting. Like nobody tried to rebuild or anything like it. That whole situation also stood out as really strange to me. He's the previous king, and he didn't think, hey, maybe I should go back and try to rebuild. What, did they steal all their gold, too? And their dragon? They definitely didn't steal their dragon because it had a bunch of kids and they're walking around. I don't know, man. Like, Rab is just making a ton of bad decisions. He seems like uh, kind of a nice guy, you know, being your grandpa and all, but... It seems like there was a lot of poor planning and poor decision making on his part as far as what he's done. And but it doesn't matter now because he's like, oh, by the way, Jade, if what I think is true is true, and that is you're siding with the luminary, I'm gonna have to kill you. Well, you did like a complete 180. You know, now I'm siding with the with with, with the luminary, and especially considering it seems like they've had a great relationship from the time that she was a child. Like, it almost sounds like he he was trying to train her in some ways. Like, it seemed like her and Hendrik had a very good relationship. And then he's just like, by the way, if you're with the Luminary, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, it, I mean, I guess, like, in the sense, you know, he's a knight, he's loyal to his king. I get it, sort of, but, like, to that level, not really. <laughs> I'm gonna kill the princess because yeah. she happens to be allied with the 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 one that the king hates. As it's opposed like, to you know talking about like okay, this is new information. I need to go tell the king or something. Maybe you should go talk to the king about that before you just spout out I'm gonna murder his daughter. I kind of feel like that's maybe a conversation you would have with him. Hey man, so just FYI. Your daughter's alive, and I'm going to kill her. Because I kind of feel like the king's going to be like, well, you're going to the dungeon. It's like, oh, you don't understand. She's allied with the luminary. Uh, you don't understand. I don't care. Get her back by any means necessary. Do not murder my daughter. But, but, but the luminary, I mean, honestly, the way the king is acting, he might very well come to the same conclusion that, well, she has to die anyway. And you're right. That is possible. I'm just sitting there. But thinking, I would probably check. <laughs> yeah, I'd still check. It's like, that's one of those things where it's like, I'd verify with my boss first. I'm not just going to come up to that conclusion on my own and just run with it. It's like, some things you should really just run. I'm like, hey, man, you think this is a good idea? You think it's a good idea if I send an email to this guy w w w with just a bunch of angry emojis and, and then say, uh, this is an ID10T error? Well, no, Chris, I, th I think that's an absolute terrible idea uh, because you'll probably be fired. It's a good thing I checked with you first because I'm not able to make those decisions on my own. You know, I was about 
to, to do something unbelievably heinous to one of your family members. I just everyone's decision making in this game. It seems like that's why the luminary doesn't say anything. He's like everyone is crazy. Everyone is crazy. I met this dude and he only cares about this orb. I met these two girls and they only care about me and immediately pledge themselves to me, which I, I didn't ask them to weird. I met this other dude who's like constantly going nuts and, and it's party time. And, and like now I've met this dude and this, this girl and he's making absolutely the worst decisions ever. She's a princess and is just like, yeah, that guy's totally right. Why would I question anything that he says? What is going on here? So that's just the Luminary's life, you know? Are, are we missing any main characters at this point? I have no idea. I don't remember seeing anybody else in like the opening. It, I mean, honestly, who knows? It, I, we've certainly got a large enough party that we've got, what, two full squads now? Well, yeah, because this will be no, no this will be seven. This will be seven. We're people. one. We're one shy of having two, like a full squad and a backup squad. So maybe there's one more. So we're missing one more insane person for us to hang out with. I can't wait to see the 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 insanity that we party up with next. And and by the way, I, I'm doing an awful lot of complaining. <laughs> I really do. I, I really do enjoy the game. Um, it really has been been a lot of fun. There just was a lot to go over in this episode in terms of like backstory type stuff. And I do agree. Like it brings up a lot of questions. And there's just a lot, like so much happened in this small Dunderstill section, so much story. And it's just like, you, you were the previous King. How was Dunderstill not already in ruin? If these are the type of decisions you were making, like just, just let the King know that his daughter's alive. And see what happens. That's the first thing I would try. Oh, you're saying that your daughter was murdered by the luminary. Oh, by the way, your daughter's alive. Like, she's totally fine. She's literally right here. And she says the luminary, like, it's just a baby. Like, it did nothing. Monsters attacked because they wanted, like, the Dark One wanted the luminary gone. And the best time to do it, as, as everyone has already established, is as a baby. It's like the, the bad guys know, let's just go back in time and take him out as a child. Just like Andrew was going to do with the current dark one. I mean, I'm just saying that seems like a way to solve this entire problem is all I'm saying. And, and so it's like you go to this. It's like, dude, just tell tell the king that she's alive. Like, it's not hard. I feel like it's such an easy d decision that you could have come to. Like, what are you thinking? So... Then we find out. Uh, so, so, so basically, what happens is the the cliff kind of falls falls away, and I'm thinking this whole time, like, please throw me at Hendrick. I am gonna absolutely destroy him. Like where <laughs> I'm at in this game, he is done. Hendrick is out of here, and Jade is like going up and doing all these awesome like DBZ style kicks and everything, and like. Totally just martial art. Like it was a really cool video watching her like fight him with the sword, like kicking, catching the sword with her boot and stuff. Like it was, it was cool. And she's like faking him out and stuff. And it's just like, okay, Jade is awesome. I've never once seen Eric do anything this cool. Yeah. She's up there with Silvando on the, okay, you're actually awesome scale. And, and then it's like, then, then, then she throws herself off the cliff to save you. And it's like, 
And Jade, I am the luminary. I will be fine. I understand. I, I get it. You know, you did not want to hang out with Hendrick for a second more, so you had to throw yourself off a cliff. Like, what do you think I'm in this situation for in the first place? <laughs> I knew this this cliff was going to fall apart, and I knew it was my out to be like, ah, okay, I've had enough of this guy. I'm done for the day. It's like, I get it, Jade, but I'm the luminary. I'm going to be fine. I can just shoot lightning and somehow magically save myself. We've established there's no fall damage in this universe. I'll be okay. But you, I don't know if you can handle being thrown off of a cliff, although it just seems like she already was as a child. So I guess we know Jade's going to be good. And there's one thing that seems to be a reoccurring theme in this game is that the Luminary just sucks this whole time. Because just like with Eric... The Luminary is passed out, like, all night. He basically, like, slams his head on the ground, has a concussion, and has to stay all night in an inn. Meanwhile, Jade carried his lifeless body all the way up to a cabin and was like, okay, I'm going to put him in bed, I'm going to get a fire going, and we're going to go from there. So again, this goes back to what we said at the beginning of this episode. So Vondos is telling the story and he's like, and then there was this random guy that we all just had to take care of, even though he didn't really contribute. Exactly. And I was kind of thinking about that the other day. I'm like, this luminary sucks, dude. I, I like the fact that the, I do really enjoy that a game is going like, okay, they're putting a lot of emphasis on like the party really cares about him and is taking care of him, even though you know, they just kind of met because, right. Because it's the same thing with Eric, you know, he falls down, apparently has a concussion and just has to sleep it off overnight. And Eric is perfectly fine. Just drags him into the inn, and just the same thing. It's pouring down rain. And when Jade comes back after you kind of open the door, she's like, Oh great. You're fine. She's like, my clothes are absolutely soaked. And you know, we probably ought to get inside before, you know, I catch hypothermia or something. <laughs> and then you both warm up next to the fire with, with your little blankets. And she, she talks about, you know, I'm never letting you go again. You know, there's a really, obviously a really touching moment because she feels like this whole time she thought that you were dead and that it was her fault because she, you know, she let go of you when she was being attacked, which I totally understand. She like fell off a cliff and lost her grasp. It's like, it's okay, Jade. I'm fine. I lived with an old dude in cobblestone. I'm good. I, I really, I appreciate the concern, but I'm significantly worse now than I was then. Like my whole life was great. You've apparently been on the run with my crazy old grandpa who just makes bad decisions left and right. Like if anything, I'm sorry for you. And I'm glad that dude didn't fish me out of a river because I can only imagine what I what we would have been up to up to this point. We would have been on the run like the entire time, probably because it wouldn't have been like you where you can just disappear. Exactly. It's like nobody's looking for you because they think you're dead. Everyone's looking for me because, you know, I'm the dark one, apparently. So then you get back and you, you meet up with the party exactly where Heliodor... Well, I guess Heliodor just gave up after you fell off of a cliff. They're like, oh, cool. He fell off of a cliff with the princess. Uh, I'm sure both of them are dead. Let's just book it. 
you know, all the party members that were with them, just leave them. They're fine. Whatever. We got to go. Like, I got to get back to the to the castle. My pudding is getting hot. <laughs> we don't have any sort of refrigeration. I just shot an ice spell next to it and hoped for the best <laughs> and had to go to Dundrasil, which is forever away, I might add. It's not like we just have a teleportation thing that we can just go wherever we want, like this friggin' Darkspawn guy. And, and, and so you get there, and Rab's like, oh, by the way, we're totally joining your party. And I'm like, yeah, cool, I totally expected that. Like, can I just take Jade and leave you behind? I feel like there's things you gotta do to get Dundersil back, you know, back to its former glory. Like, leave us, leave this to us, man. We're good. Because I don't want to, I don't want to get into the situation that you were in. And and the other thing is, hey, Grandpa, where's all my inheritance? Because it sure seems like you got a lot of money to just do what, it, just throw your weight around in all these towns. Hey, man, you want to throw some of that in the party's direction? Because there's to be an fair, awful lot of things I could use with that money. There's no inheritance yet because he's still alive. You wouldn't get the inherit like you wouldn't get the inheritance until. He passed on. That's how inheritances work. Yeah, now, I don't know about you, Andrew, but, um, you know, my parents don't have all of their money going to their parents. Okay, they, yeah, but the kingdom got, like, apparently completely wiped out, so there wouldn't be anything from that. We don't know that. The The gold was inside the well this whole time, and that old guy's just been cleaning it out. He comes back here constantly. And, and, and so then they're like, oh, by the way... We've, we've, here's your rainbow. I'm like, sweet, you can finally use it. It's like, okay, cool. Hey, what's it doing? Nothing. To which Veronica's like, what? Yeah, we just so anticlimactic. Like, all what? over. We, we spent a zillion hours looking for this stupid thing, and it's not even doing anything. I mean, to be fair, she has kind of a point. Like, this is a long trip for apparently nothing. Apparently, you just gotta get in range. I guess, because it's like a we weren't hooked up to a cell tower, because as soon as we get in range to the nearest cell tower, the thing is starts glowing like mad, and it's like, hey, you got full bars, buddy. Check this out. You gonna need all them orbs. And for the first time since we got that stupid orb for Eric, he's like, <laughs> I knew we needed that orb, man. I was, I had big plans for this orb, but I'm going to give it to you. And he just straight up gives you the orb. It's like, Eric, what were your big plans? Yeah, and for real. Like, so you didn't know that you needed the orb. It just worked out that way. Like all this, all this time I was assuming that you needed it because like the same she who told you about the luminary told you you needed it, but apparently not. All this time, he really is just Smeagol looking at his orb like, I finally have you back in my life. Everything I've ever wanted is, is going to be this orb. And it's like, dude, I'm actually really ticked off at you right now. Because you didn't even know we needed the stupid thing. And then Rab and Jay join and they're like, oh, cool. We have this orb, too, that we got for second place. Wow, that's super convenient. Here, take it. And he's like, oh, by the way, Luminary, just don't lose it. You're with me 100% of the time, Eric. I'm not going to lose it. You're treating like he's like, okay, here you go, little boy. Just here's the big important orb. Don't lose track of it. 
And then I immediately set it down on a rock and I've been walking ever since. Like we're going towards the boat and then you get to the boat and you're like, oh, shoot. Oh, no. And Eric's like, what? What, man? He's like, dude, I totally left the red orb on that rock. What? Yeah, I left the red orb and the golden orb sitting on the rock and I, I meant to pick them up and I just totally forgot about it. It's like, you know, when you lose your cell phone and you you know it's important and you're just you just leave it at the restaurant because you're just not thinking. You get up and leave and he's like, dude, it's the super mega important orb. And it's like, I know, man, I made a mistake. I am sorry. You just call it like, you know, uh, just a mental lapse. It happens. Everybody makes mistakes, Eric. And then Eric's like, I've never once forgotten the orb. And I'm like, that's because you've never once stuck your head out of your bag to stop looking at it. Well, Until I did now, now, and look what happened. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, by the way, it's just yours. Thanks. What were you going to do with that this whole time? And if you were going to sell it this whole time, why didn't you do that to make this entire trip way easier on all of us? Speaking of which, Rab, where's all your sweet king money so we can, you know, I don't know, Travel in style and just buy all the orbs on Amazon I mean, or whatever. Let's, let's back up on travel with style. We already got that covered from Silvando. On no thanks the to anyone sea, else. I've seen stagecoaches going around left and right, and we don't have one of those, Andrew. Yeah, sure, we travel around the sea in style, but I'm sick of that. Where? Let's buy me that car we were talking about a couple episodes. I mean, if one becomes available. Then sure. And it's like, is there anything? Rab, it is just your obligation at this point to give me all of that money. You do know I'm the luminary. It kind of seems like everybody is like a closet hoarder and they're like only going to give up their stuff if they absolutely have to. So once again, it's just the luminary is just some random guy that they're occasionally giving stuff to out of necessity. Look, he's the least important one here, so let's at least just make him carry everything. <laughs> you're the pack rat you're the guy who who just carries a satchel around and is somehow gonna fit like six or seven orbs in this thing and i didn't actually count the number of orbs which is unfortunate because that would tell me how many party members are left after you know a lot of backstory that we covered in this episode and a new direction of needing to get all of these orbs and find yggdrasil which is all in the outer sea as we learn that's going to have to do it for this episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. Next week, we're going to be trying to make, maybe make our way out to the main sea. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about the sea. Anyway, as uh, always. I'm, I'm the luminary. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to finish as soon as possible. I, I was. Anyway, as always, you can find us on Twitter or via our email and on our Discord. And the links will be included in the episode description. That C pun, man, I just had to, I had to stop it, you know? It was bad. I'm not going to dispute that. <coughs> Luminary? <coughs> Luminary? I'm in. Mean.